Hello there. This is the first 20 minutes. It's a sampler of a full two-hour experience. I hope you enjoy it. If you are a full member or you subscribe to our channel on Roku or Amazon Fire, you'll have access to the full two hours. And if you're not a member on the website or on those two um, those two avenues, then you will get this 20-minute sampler, and I hope you love it. And I would be honored to have you experiencing our premium content. We are creating regular content um, gosh, like three or four times a month and weekly, we have a clearing and connection exercise that's normally less than 15 minutes to help us be our best when we need it most. Okay, love you guys. Bye bye. Hello, my name is Jill and welcome to this experience together. I feel like it will be oriented in general towards business owners, but depending on the questions that I have from the live audience here, um, we will have specific topics related to, I call them, I call us practitioners, um, and that's official or unofficially in literally with a heart for service and trying to make the world a better place. Um, some of us have, um, you know, healing practices or um, coaching or self-help or therapy or, um, you know, advising. And yeah, there's a whole bunch of different words we can use. <laughs> okay, for what we do. Anyway, welcome, however you found yourself here. And I'm glad that you're here. Let's start as we always do with a connection experience. Okay, I encourage you to close your eyes and put a smile on your face while you take a nice deep breath in through your nose and then out through your mouth, mouth, or excuse me, in through your nose and out through your nose. I've noticed that it's it's different than uh, any, most of us in like spiritual things go, <sighs> and I, anyway, let's do it. Try it this way for me. <laughs> okay, in through the nose. Out through the nose. In through the nose. Out through the nose. Keep smiling, keep breathing, and I'll just whisper to your heart here. I would like you to make a distinction between the way you are and the way you want this world to be and the way you want you want the way you want yourself to be in this world. Let's just play with that in our time together today, okay? We're not going to deny that the, the world is in a state of even more chaos than normal. We're going to let that be there, but we're going to create our own energy field here, each of us for ourselves, to be more clear, more aware, hopefully inspired, and feel literally more connected to ourselves, who you are, what you like and enjoy and want to be more of in your life and in your business. Okay, nice deep breath. Out. Okay, very good. Okay, so just for, especially for those of you that are new, I don't have notes that I'm following. Uh, my heart is overflowing <laughs> right now with, um, with things I want to say and um, hopefully advice um, to offer 
um, to inspire you to be even more bold in your business and in whether again, whether that's unofficial business or official business of you, the life, the, the business of your life <laughs> in this world, in this reality. Okay, so um, normally with this experience, we do Q&A, but I feel like there's something that um, that I want to offer first, and then we'll get to um, any questions or topics that the live audience is offering um, in introducing here, okay? <sighs> All right, so in my work, I had felt, just a little bit of story time here, from the very beginning when I felt inspired to do a podcast, they didn't call them podcasts in 2010, um, but I think my first one was launched in either January 2010 or January 2011 on something called Blog Talk Radio. And I remember as I was having sort of an inner conversation um, about what that would look like, I didn't want it to look like anyone else's. I, you know, I listened to a few Blog Talk Radio shows. I was a guest on some people's Blog Talk Radio shows given my work. Um, and I, <laughs> I just felt like if I'm going to do it, I want to do it my way. I don't want to play you know, spiritual music or, you know, uh, some uh, Aboriginal flute or whatever. I, that's just not me. And I just felt like I want to play like Lenny, Lenny Kravitz at the beginning, um, with heavy bass and a really good percussion, <laughs> you know, I just, um, that makes my bones move, you know, it's just like, Oh yeah, I feel it in my like lower chakra system that I feel alive with music like that. Um, so I did it my way. And so far that has paid off the success that I've had in my business without really, I definitely didn't follow a formula. Um, even though I have an MBA for most, for some of you, you may have an image that an MBA is how to run a business. It's not, well, mine was, <laughs> mine wasn't, maybe I went to a bad program. No, I think Boise State, my local university is a great program. Um, but most of the people that I know that are MBAs are not, they're not entrepreneurs. They are another kind of uh, cog in the wheel in a way of a corporation. Um, and the only reason, God, I'm really going to be vulnerable and authentic here. The only reason I got my MBA was because the company I wanted to work for here in town, Hewlett Packard, required it. I didn't have an accounting degree and they were hiring all these accountants and CPAs and they felt like they were just the bomb. And I knew I had important uh, different perspectives to offer with my econ and finance degrees. And they kept saying no until I had my MBA. And I was like, okay, F it. I'll get my MBA in the evenings. I can do that, whatever. And I checked the boxes. So I was not trained to, I did not have formal education and I did not participate in classes, expensive or cheap, in how to start a business or how to run a business. I just knew I had something I wanted to offer the world and I just figured out how to do it. Um, I didn't follow formulas. I don't like, you know, I need to do two Instagram posts this week. I don't do it that way. Um, and I feel like that has that original sort of like, well, let me try this. Hey, that works. Okay, that didn't feel like it worked as well. That sort of trial and error approach that I've had since the very beginning of starting my business has served me very well. Um, I'm not trying to pretend I'm some polished you know, a YouTuber when I was, you know, putting my things on YouTube from the beginning, I'm just being me and I will record a video where the lighting is best in my house, which happens to be my master bedroom. Uh, I know that's weird. And people say, is that your bed behind you? Yeah, it is. That's where my husband and I sleep. <laughs> so, well, you know, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Anyway, we're married. Hey, okay. Um, so <laughs> some of you are laughing with me like, what are you doing? Yeah, I know. Okay. So 
what I'm trying to get to here is that I don't know if you'll be I don't know if you'll have success and I don't know if I don't know if you'll feel like a business failure by doing this. But all I know is that if I'm going to fail as my business, I want it to be because I gave it myself. I don't want to follow steps. I don't want to follow a formula. I don't want to do things like everybody else is doing. I want to do it my way. And if I fail that way, I'm actually okay with that. But I wouldn't want to go to all the effort that all of us go to in our businesses um, and have it not be me. And then uh, number, okay, yeah, let's look at it from multiple angles. If it succeeds, if my business were to, well, it is successful, but if I had a successful business that was really successful and it was from a formulaic me not being able to be myself, I don't know if I'd even want that success because I would feel phony. I would feel inauthentic. Um, if it was highly edited and highly polished and all this, you know, I don't even know what they call it, but the popular YouTubers have this stop frame nonsense. I'm not going to spend hours or paying someone to edit my videos that way. I don't understand why that gets, why that's more popular. I don't even know if they know. There's probably some psychologist that has a theory, but I don't care. I don't want to do it that way because that's not, that's not me and I don't like it. And I don't want to do it that way. And I don't have to do it that way. So if you, okay, so there's that, there's that part. If I, if I am successful even more than I have been, and I am very pleased with the success I've had with my work, um, and it's, and I'm allowing myself to be me in my work, that will feel, that will feel, that it does feel good. And I know it will feel, you know, good as I continue to grow. And if I continue to stick with it, I mean, at some point I may just say, okay, I'm done. You've got tons of archives. You can get everything you need in the online courses. They're all available to you. And I'm taking a perpetual, I'm retiring, <laughs> right? That could happen right now. I still love what I do. Um, anyway, I want the success to be inclusive of me putting my heart and my soul and my ideas and what I like. And, and if people like that and they resonate with it, that's great. And if they don't, I, I need to make space for being okay with that. Right. I do feel, and I have been talking about this for, um, for several years, actually with my client work and in the, um, in messages, I feel like we're in a crisis of authenticity. There is so much hypocrisy. There's so much manipulation. There's so much propaganda. There is so much phoniness in terms of, you know, who the good guys are and who the bad guys are and manufactured enemies, manufactured villains that are not villainous at all. Um, all of that is just so exhausting uh, and tiresome. And it's just, it's, I feel like at some point we will have more and more um, discernment about what is real and what is phony. But that that exodus from phony will have to it will it will require us to be honest with ourselves and us to think for ourselves about what someone is and what someone isn't. And I mean, in the in the public arena, we don't know these people personally. Have you, and if you've never known somebody that has been mischaracterized and um, publicly kind of like lynched, 
and you know them as a very different person, I don't, I don't think you realize the consequences of what this current society of cancel culture and deplatforming and demonetizing. I don't think you, or just de-reputationizing, right? De de demonizing um, a, a good person that has done nothing wrong and had positive intentions, but they're made into this villainous character that everyone just needs to like pile on the hate and get them fired from their jobs and you know ruin their business and ruin their lives as much as possible. This is weird. This is absolutely weird. It's a weird, weird time right now. And I feel like the more we, uh, until you have someone personally that that's happened to, I don't think you'll understand the realness of it. I, I know of someone um, that my husband, actually two people that my husband knows and just, my husband is an amazing judge of character. Um, and he, he's, anyway, um, so hearing his account of some individuals that had shown up in the press and national press or local press, and I'm just like, oh, did you hear about, and he just kind of listens to me as I share with him what I heard. And then he gets quiet and I'm like, what do you know? And he tells me about them and their character and who they are as a person and what he has seen firsthand with them. And I feel like that sort of, you were shown and told one thing about someone and then there's the actuality um, is just, it's getting more and more common. It's not stopping, it's getting worse. And I feel like before it gets worse, more and more of us could really kind of take a step back, take a step into our energy fields and really be more honest with ourselves about, do we, do we even know if that's true? And we're, it's, I don't care about motive. A lot of times, even in court of law, it's like, well, what's the motive? I think there are so many stupid things and stupid things that are done in this reality that have no, no logical explanation, i.e. no motive that would go, oh, okay, that makes sense, right? There's so many stupid things that are done in this world that there is no clear motive. And I would say the the need for a motive, we need to throw that out the window because there are so many stupid things that are done that don't have a motive, yet they did happen. And it's, I don't know if it's people with too much time on their hands or manufactured hate and war or whatever that is, but it's real, okay? So if, if we allow ourselves to be more authentic in our business, if we allow ourselves to be more authentic in our lives. Oh, Georgia, little cutie. Okay, hang on. Georgia, sweetie, I'm in my live call right now, babe. Oh. I love you. It's okay, you didn't, you forgot. Okay, so I'll be done at about uh, probably 1 p.m. our time. Okay, okay. I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> real life <laughs> happening right there. <laughs> George is such a cutie pie. Um, okay, good. So this, this ability for us to, oh yeah, that's where we're going. Okay. The reason we're talking about this is that some of you are to varying degrees aware of that cancel culture and maybe idolizing individuals that have been successful and wanting to do it their way and wanting to be your version of whomever. Um, and in the process, losing yourself, or at least not claiming yourself or not further owning and deciding and claiming and exploring who and what are you and who and what do you want to be? 
And will you be brave enough to be that in this world and brave enough to be that also in your business, in a culture that is risky, where it is risky to do that? Because if you start having, if you have a certain sign in your yard, you may be involved in cancel culture in a major hate campaign because of what you're voting for or whatever, right? So we're just, everybody's, I feel like, and I feel like there's a, this intolerance that we've swung towards. Remember when it was all about tolerance and then somehow, somehow everything changed and it became an incredibly intolerant, unforgiving, a shaming, major public shaming culture that isn't even based on facts. It's based on manufactured evidence, oftentimes misrepresentations. And it's just, I'm so over it, you guys. Okay. So I just want to encourage all of you to, if you have been a person that likes to be liked, or you need your business to be successful, and because of those two things, or you're just afraid, uh, which is real, there's reasons to be afraid. If it's any of those things where you feel like you have sort of disconnected your, a real version of yourself from some safer public persona version of yourself, I feel like that's not going to go well. Even for you personally, there, it causes fragmentation, it causes depression, it can cause, frag, I would say fragmentation, it causes depression, it causes inauthenticity, it causes a surfaceness to what somebody does and they don't even realize they're doing it, but it's just, it's weird. It's so weird. And then it's like, why even bother? <sighs> okay, I know I'm all over the place. That <laughs> That's me sometimes. Okay, let me see where I wanna go next with this. So how would you do that? How would you be even more authentic in your business? Um, what do you really, yeah, this is a great place to start. What do you really wanna do? What do you really want to offer in your offering, in your service, in the platform of your business right now? What do you really, really wish you could do? And then just give yourself some space. Why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you saying that? Why aren't you offering that? Why aren't you um, kind of specializing in that area if that's something that is near and dear to your heart or something you're deeply concerned about or something that you're deeply passionate about? right? You may come up with very good reasons and you may stick with those reasons for not doing it. And I, I don't blame you a bit. It is a very scary time. Okay. But, <laughs> but is there maybe another way that you can sort of let that part of you, that genie out of the bottle, and maybe it isn't in your business. Maybe it is more in your personal life that you are able to let your hair down and more clearly express um, yourself and, and what you see in the world and what you see in individuals and standing up for individuals maybe that are next to you that are, you know, getting misrepresented and mischaracterized or even publicly, this public, you know, not an actual lynching. I don't want to dramatize it that way, but oh my God, this is just, it's like, it does remind me of like a, a pitchfork. They're coming for you and who knows who they're coming for next. And I feel like on some level, a lot of us have a, a subconscious knowing that some of the individuals that have been publicly maligned, um, that it's not real and it makes us more on edge because if we know that we wouldn't deserve to be publicly maligned, it makes us more kind of like, uh oh, oh no, did they, was that real? Are the claims against that person, are the charges against them, 
are they are they accurate are they are they made up or was something misrepresented to make them look bad when really they may have done something stupid but it certainly wasn't wasn't what they're being represented for and misrepresented for okay stories are getting made up all the time right now and i do blame this whole clickbait media culture eyeballs and attention on eyeballs and all of that stuff and again that hasn't i i don't i don't get sucked into that but i feel like as a as a society as a modern society no matter where we are there is this sort of um black hole kind of uh, sucking you into things um where it's hard to stay out of it no matter how hard we try okay <sighs> okay so how will this make money? Some of you are probably saying, I don't know. I don't know. Um, could it be that there's a bigger audience for phoniness? I would say there's some evidence of that. Um, do you want success like that? Is that okay with you? It might be.